Welcome to The Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode number 23. The Bish is back. <laughs> That's right. The Lindsay is back. Mm-hmm. I'm back. I listened to the last episode. Um, my husband was a little insulted at Trina's impression of me. <laughs> it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. That's why I stopped it pretty quickly on. <laughs> it was yeah. really funny, but I actually don't have an accent anymore. You do too. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Whoever told you you don't have an accent lied to you. The people in my hometown, they said I sound like a Yankee. No, no, you do not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, okay. Anywho, mm-hmm. uh, what's in our cup, by the way? All right. Well, this week uh, we have Cooper's Hawk Raspberry Sparkling Wine, and it is uh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's pretty delicious. Now, we tried this actually at um, the tasting that we did down in Florida when we were on our Disney trip. Um, Lindsay and I were down there a couple days earlier before you, Jess, and yes. we tried this at the with the wine tasting at Cooper's Hawk, and it was delicious. And a slightly intoxicated Lindsay decided we should definitely get this and bring it back and try it on the show. Lies. All lies. All lies. <laughs> I need a refill. And it is delicious. What do y'all think of it? Uh, it's really good. Um, I feel like I need some dark chocolate to accompany it, by the way. Oh, that would be good, actually. And mm-hmm. so they had like little crackers you could try there. But that, that was one of the things that I, I kept thinking about. I was like, man, we really do need to try this with like a chocolate truffle or something like that. You mm-hmm. know, Arrington Vineyards has a raspberry chocolate Thing that's so good. I, that would be so delicious with this. Yes, Arrington does actually have kind of a raspberry wine. It's not sparkling though, um, which means it's not as good as this. Um, but it's kind of like a cordial um, raspberry thing. But their raspberry truffles would be amazing with this. Y'all each poured a little bit. They poured themselves a full glass, and I got a half a glass. <laughs> I feel uh, like oh, that lies. was ours was not empty, and yours was. I, I am a mother. I need the most. (laughs) But I mean, I definitely, it's definitely got a lot of raspberry flavor to it. It's really good. But what I don't, what I like about it is that it's not too overpowering. Mm-hmm. And it's not too overly sweet for it being clearly a dessert type champagne or sparkling wine. Yeah, I totally agree. Because normally I would be like, I can't drink uh, two or more glasses of this. But clearly I'm, um, I'm okay with that. It's it's pretty delish. It is. Mm-hmm. It was uh, my favorite that we tried that night, and we tried all of them. We tried so many, but this one stood out. Thanks, friends. I'm glad you enjoyed your evening without me. Yeah, it was like our third buzz of the day. It really was mm-hmm. vacation mode. Yeah, <laughs> this is me bringing back. back all the memories. <laughs> it is. I remember we we're like so tired. We we're like, do we even want to go? Like, yeah. And then halfway through the wine tasting, I'm like, I'm like, there again. I am excited. Yeah. It really amped up the trip for the start of it. Next time we go, you'll definitely have to be there because Cooper's Hawk is so delicious. They have so many good wines to try, so many good sparkling champagnes, sparkling wines. It's just, it's worth going there for the tasting. And plus, also, they have a wine tasting while you wait for your table. That's just genius. 
Yeah, it is. It's genius. And their cocktails were delicious as well. Oh, yeah. They had all sorts of good t- cocktails. And then you could even go get a truffle after dinner. What? Yes. We it's- did that. And I, they have like a little gift shop. And I got like a Yeti thing for my champagne. Oh, was it the corksicle or was it Yeti or? It was something. It wasn't the corks. Maybe it was the corksicle. It's but, one of those ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're, they just had so many really, really, really cool things. We'll have to go into that another day. But yeah, if you have a Cooper Sock anywhere near you or if you pass one when you're on vacation, go check it out. It's just awesome. Um, and clearly, someone needs to open one in Nashville. Please. Just saying. Get on that. Yep. Someone needs to do that. I'm talking to you, Phyllis. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, Jess. Champagne shout out time. You got anyone to shout out to this week? I sure do. I want to give a champagne shout out to our dedicated listener, Lizzie. Whoop, whoop, Lizzie. She is going to the chapel. Well, actually, she's going to Mexico to get married. Woo! That's awesome. I'm I know. sure they got some really festive chapels in Mexico. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so champagne shout out to her and Miles, um, who are going to go get married in Mexico. Um, and I really wish I could go. And I'm very sorry I can't. But I know y'all are going to have a delightful time. Um, so champagne, champagne shout out to y'all. Congratulations. Woo-woo! That's the way to do it. Go to Mexico, take a vacation, get hitched. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to have a great time. So we have another champagne shout out this week from producer Marshall to his subs. He uh, has sub Chase who fills in for him for the Predators when he has to miss a game to play gig. And he has Richie who's a sub for him when he has to miss a gig to do Predators or go on vacation with us or do anything like that. So shout out to both Chase and Richie for being excellent subs for Marshall both on the Predators side and for drumming. Love it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Okay, y'all. So I have to bring something up that I feel like all the ladies can relate to and none of the men can relate to. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm curious. All right. This happens to me several times a week. So I know it's going to happen to y'all. Okay. I'm a little scared, but please continue. I'm excited, too. Okay. You have to be honest. Okay. And I, and I ask you this question. Okay. How many times do you have poop standoffs? What? <laughs> what is I don't that? Know what this means. God, yes, you do. Okay. No. You know how like you're in a like a public restroom and there's multiple stalls uh-huh. and you have to go in for number two <laughs> and there's somebody else in there and like you're just like holding it waiting <laughs> and you're like go flush the toilet go wash your hands and get out of here like I have to poop and then maybe they have to poop too but you're like stuck in there like having a poop standoff until somebody makes the first move the poop standoff I've never thought of it as a poop standoff oh my god <laughs> I feel like men just go in there and do it, but like women were like waiting till the everything's clear, <laughs> till everything's clear. So you're like sitting there waiting until the ne- the person installed next to you like gets out, so that way they don't think like they don't see you come out and think like, wow, she was in there a really long time. Yeah, or you don't want them to hear you, or <sighs> right? right. I mean, you. you don't want them to like hear the splash or whatever. Yeah, or smell, you know, like whatever. any of that stuff. You're a lady. You're a lady. Ladies don't poop. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lens, what is like your time limit when you've done the standoff? Well, it depends how long I can hold it, to be honest with you. Okay. 
Now, do y'all have like a, a a thing at work? Like you can't be gone for too long. So it's like if you're really in the standoff and like the person next to you is also in the standoff and like you realize you've been in there like 10 minutes and you need to get back to your desk. Is there a point where you like have to stop and like, okay, I'm just going to get this over with and get out of here. I mean, there's definitely been those times. Like I have court. I'm in the middle of trial. Then, then it does it become like poop chicken? Like who's going to. Yeah, I think so. Who's going to give it up first? Yeah. <laughs> Have you had a particular situation lately that's, like, made you really realize this? No, I mean, I've thought about it for years. I mean, I think y'all can't tell me I've not had a poop standoff. <laughs> I don't think I've ever thought of it So you just go in way. there and take a poop. I mean, your business is your business. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> you really don't wait for people. Like, am I the only one who does that? Well, the good news is, at my office, the ladies have their very own bathroom. Yeah, like so. Well, yeah, most places have their This is America. We don't like, share bathrooms. Wait a minute. Okay, I'm assuming you mean like it's a single person yes, toilet, not that is, like. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but not like. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, clearly, you have your own restroom. Surely they don't allow all the guys to go into the same one. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking about now is like just is like opening the door and being like, "Hey, Bob, time to take poop." <laughs> <laughs> that would make the poop stand off way more interesting. <laughs> yes, it would. But no, that's what I mean. So like, I don't have uh, to worry about that quite as much. Oh, well, ours is a two-person stall, and I do. And then like, I swear to God, people will take their sweet time, and I am like silently yelling at them through the stall, like. I feel I feel like that's something that's changed with like having cell phones and how much time we spend on them because a lot of people will go in there and admit to the fact that they spend a lot more time in the bathroom as like a break. Especially if they if they know they're going to get bothered at their desk and they need more than like a 5-10 minute break, they, they'll go into a bathroom stall and sit there and play on their phone for a few minutes, watch a video or like literally any of those things just to be like this is my moment of silence and like this breather that's true and it's so unnerving when you're in a poop standoff with somebody that's talking on the phone okay now that's oh yeah different like that that's just weird going into the bathroom while you're on your phone in a public bathroom is really awkward and you just gotta wonder because at that point you can't control the person flushing next to you see the person you're on the phone with knows you're in a bathroom so are you just openly being like yeah i'm in the bathroom it's taken it's taken a minute, so clearly I'm pooping. Like <laughs> or I mean, granted, it also could be time of the month. It could be something else. It's just all Oh god, I that's mean, even more awkward. Yeah. It's I feel just like weird. this is only a female problem. Marshall, have you ever had a poop standoff? Uh guys have a thing called battle shits. Battle shits? Oh my god, what is that? I don't know what that is. Battleships is basically any sort of competition between two guys in a stall. It could be whether uh, duration, it could be speed, volume. Okay. Oh. I feel like this is something that you guys play on the road, and and now I've, like, peeked behind a curtain. I did not want to peek behind a curtain. (laughs) (laughs) And I sort of hate both of you for bringing this up now. So a good buddy of mine, Brian Troster, who uh, I've been on the road with for for a long time, introduced me to something called First Deuce. And First Deuce is something that we did to avoid the poop standoff. It's basically calling shotgun when you get to a location similar to that where you get to call the First Deuce. You you get dibs on the toilet. (laughs) 
<laughs> no. Oh my god. No, that's something that actually I feel like people with siblings probably should know about <laughs> if you're in like a one bathroom household. Mm. Um, but at I the same time, Jay, like <laughs> it's just a weird game. But that that should be a thing, Marshall. Like that should be shared with the world, especially for homes with one toilet. And multiple people. Yeah. (laughs) You should be able to call that. My husband and my phone is and has been for years hubby poop toilet. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I've seen that on your phone before. Hubby poop toilet. The reason that his name is hubby poop toilet is because he refuses to close the bathroom door when he is going to the bathroom. One or two. Uh, uh Uh-huh. Yeah. We have a strict no to that. All together I at our do house. too, but nobody cares about my rules. You should just start shutting the door on him. Maybe he'll get the hint. Well, I put his name in the phone like that, and he's like, when are you going to change that? I'm like, when you close the door. When you stop pooping openly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Me and my husband, we had a conversation very early on in the relationship that we don't want to lose the mystery to our relationship. So things like that. Poop. No. Say it, Trina. Poop. Yes, poop, poop, poop things. We don't discuss openly like that. We definitely are not ever going to be the couple that has the doors open while someone poops. Um, it's Is just, this why you will not admit that you've had a poop standoff? I will not admit that I've had a poop standoff. And it is because I have a husband who is producing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> because nice. hey at the time when we discussed this way early in our relationship we had friends who were like really open about every single thing everything and it was like man we started talking about it and thinking about it and it's like where's the mystery you lose that little bit of romanticism oh, when yeah. you get to that point where you're so comfortable which is its own level. Mm-hmm. I get that. It's your own level of being comfort comfortable with that person. And some people are different. My sister has a completely different view on this. But to the two of us, we were just kind of like, yeah, we don't want to lose that mystery in the relationship. Like, until it becomes a health matter that needs to be discussed, we're going to leave number two out of the situation. We're going to leave number one yeah. out of the situation. We're just going to leave the bathroom out of the situation. I mean, you know what else <laughs> is... It, I have that too. Mm-hmm. My husband does not. And he will, I can go and he'll go number two and with the door open, you can hear and smell everything. And then he'll come in and want to have sex with me. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, are you forking kidding me? No. I know what you did in there. Yeah. <laughs> you need to shower for 30 minutes. Oh. You, you violated something. <laughs> oh, man. Well, well, Will and I have lived together for over a year, and according to him, I don't poop ever. There you go. (laughs) Okay. It's a thing. I mean, some people are totally okay with it. I don't know. I don't know. Trina would love to hear about your poop statistics. You can email her at... Poop doesn't bother me. I just don't want to know when my husband does it, okay? Or do you have any poop stories? Please tell us. Please tell us of all the poop stories. Or do you have an epic poop standoff story? We want to know about it. All the poop. Let us know all the poop. (laughs) Let us know the poop about your poop. This was Halloween. This was Halloween. This was Halloween. 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 All right. It was Halloween. It's over now. <laughs> yeah. We're past it. We're past it. <laughs> uh, so how was your Halloween? What did you dress Rory as? Okay. So 
I had this amazing idea because it's her first Halloween and we were going to do a family costume and she was going to be Aurora Avi. Um, and mm-hmm. my husband was going to be Prince Philip and I was going to be Maleficent and his grandmother or uh, his mom, my mom and my grandmother were going to be the three fairy godmothers. Oh, this would have been amazing. It would have. It didn't happen, it did, did it? It did not. Mm. She's Aww. wearing a unicorn outfit from TJ Maxx. <laughs> she is a beautiful unicorn, though. <laughs> it is a really cute, like, <clears throat> bubble costume. Mm-hmm. It's super cute, so. Oh, well, I mean, I think that's adorable, too. Yeah. I just n- had dreams of us doing the family costume. But you can also do that as she gets older, mm-hmm. and it, like, not to sound bad, it's probably a good thing you didn't waste it on her being like so young and like not caring. True. Like, you can probably do it when she's like cute and a toddlerish and like running around, and that yeah. might even be better. And her hair's longer. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You don't have to put a wig on a baby. I was just gonna dye it. <laughs> that's. I was gonna dye it blonde and get her some extensions. I feel like that's a lot for her oh. age. Is it? I think so. Mm-hmm. So, how was yours, Jess? Uh, it was great. I worked late. Because it's uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's crunch time for the holidays, and so I'm working late a lot. Um, and then I went home and um, ate some Halloween brownies that I baked. And I made Will watch more of The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. I so feel like good. for some reason when you say I ate like Halloween brownies that there's like, there, they have to be like spiked or laced with something <laughs> okay. to make you hallucinate for Halloween or something. No, no, no. I mean like I baked these um, cookies and scream Halloween brownies with like Halloween Oreos and these M&M um, like they have these M M&M, and M uh, cookies and cream M and Ms and white chocolate chips and they're like dark chocolate brownies. That's what I mean. All of that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I mean. would like. That's my kind of sugar high from Halloween nowadays. Heck yeah! And I like. Yeah. And I had like a witchy brew cocktail. That's what I mean. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Well. What about you, Trina? Um, uh, put out some lights to attract all the neighbors to come down our street. Cause that's what we do. So they'll actually show up at our house uh-huh. and uh, because a lot of our neighbors don't always turn on their lights. So we live in the center of a cul-de-sac. So we have to like really draw attention to our house so that people will know to come to it. So, uh, we turned on the lights, uh, handed out some candy. Uh, Marshall wasn't around this year, so we didn't do too much. The, the weather's been a little wonky and we didn't get to make our graves this year, usually in our front yard. We take all the leaves and we, we put them into graves and we have like little headstones to put in the oh, yard. Yeah. But this year it's just been rainy and the tree really hasn't like shed a lot of leaves yet. And the ones that they have shed are pretty much just wet and mushy. So just turn on the disco lights outside to attract people to the house, handed out some candy and ordered a specialty pumpkin pizza from Papa John's. Oh, yes. It's not a pumpkin flavored pizza in case you're wondering. It's just it literally looks like a pumpkin. Uh-huh. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if they went that far and made like pumpkin flavored crust or something. I would not order that. <laughs> I, w- I still want it to taste like pepperoni and mozzarella. <laughs> yes. yes. So. Supposedly pumpkin flavoring gives you diarrhea. Well, that's what you need <laughs> after all the candy, probably. <laughs> Hashtag poop stand. <laughs> Hashtag poop episode. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag pumpkin cleanse. <laughs> oh. Well, that's one way to lead into the fall. <laughs> yes. I mean, we're already there, but it's still fall, everyone. Yes, still fall. And it's time for holidays. The holidays are upon us. We are officially in November, guys. Yes. 
this is like for me the start of the made for tv movies this is when i start decorating for christmas uh i'm sorry what decorating for christmas stop 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 everyone this episode has dropped on november 2nd it's not christmas time i mean it basically (laughs) is no i feel like it is <laughs> no. No. Y'all, y'all, this is when it's Christmas time. When that big jolly man comes down in his sleigh during the Macy's Day parade on Thanksgiving Day. Then you can decorate for Christmas. I feel like not I before. Live by the rules of my grandmother mm-hmm. who says that it starts way sooner, like in July. <laughs> Does your grandma live by Walmart's rules? Um, and she lives by her own Filipino rules. <laughs> Oh, okay. And and they they say that they celebrate Christmas in all the uh, months that end with er. <laughs> September, October, November, December. All right, all right. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. <laughs> I follow her rules because that's how I fit in all of the cheesy made for TV movies that they have out there nowadays. Um, well, that and I if I start like after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. then I feel like it gets rushed. So for me, it's a matter of like, how can I stretch it out a little bit longer? Like, don't get me wrong. I still love Thanksgiving and I give ode to that holiday. Like that's, it has its own time, but I like to start my decorating a little bit sooner than that. I got you. Well, Thanksgiving's early this year. So like there's a little extra build up time. That's true. There is. Which is nice. But I got you. Hallmark, all the Hallmark cheesy made for TV movies. And actually I just read that Hallmark uh, is having their own like Christmas radio station this year. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I love like um, locally. There's always like the the station that does like Christmas music starting in like the week of Thanksgiving all the way through the holidays, which is always fun. And I listen to it. I listen to it all the time. I love me yeah. some holiday jams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, my mother in law has to start putting trees up really early because she has like fourteen full size trees. So she's on that Filipino schedule too. Yeah. <laughs> She'd have to be with that many trees. She downsized this year. Uh, They moved houses and it's a smaller house. So she's not going to be able to put up as many trees, which means I'm probably going to have to put up more trees because I will inherit her Christmas trees that she does not use. So Mm -hmm. you had one tree last year, but you had just moved. I had three last year. You had three last year? I had three trees last year. See, I thought you only had the one. I had. Oh, wait, no, you did have one. Did you have one on your porch? Had one in the foyer. One in our living room, and then one on in the middle of the stairwell. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Okay, I remember going to your mother in law's old house and seeing like all the trees. She had so many, one in literally every room, and they were all themed. The dogs had a tree. There was a Disney tree. There was one tree with all the stuff our children made when they were younger. Wow, I have one tree because that's. All I can have because of all the cats oh, right. who attack the said tree. <laughs> so, I, I mean, it's it's an, that's another reason we like to put it up early is that we hope that maybe the novelty of attacking the tree will wear off pretty quickly. That makes sense. I mean, hopefully, maybe. Or I, we just get to the point where like after about a week or two, we're tired of re- putting on all the ornaments and we're just like this is just how our tree is gonna look this year <laughs> well i <laughs> slightly will, disheveled <laughs> right well i will not put up the tree and will and i put up two trees last year i think we put up like a regular tree and then we put up a little mini sports tree um i will not put up that tree until after thanksgiving but i tell you what i'm very excited about and what 
I can look forward to right now, and that is Advent calendars. Woo! Advent calendars. Now, that's a little bit early, isn't it? Okay. I know. So, Advent calendars, in case you don't know, that is where, and I I don't know the full history. It's probably, I think, maybe a German thing, Um, but that is where you count down the days uh, December, starting December 1st through the 24th, and maybe some, some of them have it on the actual 25th where you're counting down the days until Christmas. Um, maybe there is some religious background there. I can't remember. I don't know the full history. But anyway, modern day, they're really fun. I used to have them when I was younger where they were like chocolate. I don't know if you guys remember like counting down the days. You'd like open a little door you open or a little door or something right. like that. And, and I actually had like a, a tree. I actually had a little tree one too where you would like count and um, you'd hang up a little ornament on your tree and stuff. All I can think about is Christmas Vacation. Right. Exactly. <laughs> if you guys exactly. know the movie Christmas Vacation, that's kind of like um, in the movie they open little advent doors and everything. Okay. But now guess what? As adults, there are so many advent calendars for us. Really? Oh, yeah. And so I'm talking about it now. I know it seems very early, but now is the time to get your advent calendar that you want before it sells out. So let me tell you what. What kind of adult ones do they have? All right. So if you're a lady that likes your beauty stuff, there's so many beauty ones. There is a Sephora one that I'm looking at that's only about $40. OMG. Mm-hmm. And so like every day you open a little drawer and there's a fun little travel size beauty thing. I mean, you got your, like, lip gloss, you got your beauty sponge, you got everything. Um, And there's some, of course, there's some delicious chocolate ones. I think Lent has, like, a chocolate one. Um, Sugarfina, the, the, like, gourmet luxury candy thing has one. Um, I want that one. mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? I'm just throwing that one out there right now. Like, I want that one. That one. (laughs) That's Um, the one I want. I'm really excited about the alcoholic advent calendar wait what how big is this calendar <laughs> uh well it has to be pretty big because there's 24 days okay oh hold on i gotta i gotta ask is this like a shot per day because this could be a really very interesting it, 24 it, days it is it is and so aldi your uh little local grocery store uh they have a wine advent calendar what Mm -hmm. and in this wine advent calendar you know they got some bubbly oh see i need that one Mm -hmm. and the sugarfina one right i want both of them the alcohol but like one shot a day is just enough to piss me off (laughs) look it's a nice way to try some different wines and champagnes true so it's like an appetizer before you have your nightly champagne right yeah exactly so listen listeners the aldi one it's its first time coming to the u.s this year it's always been in the uk for some reason the uk is like just overwhelmed by alcoholic advent calendars they're just now making their way over here to the u.s idk um so the Aldi wine advent calendar drops November 7th. So we all need to line up before they sell out. Make your way to your local Aldi's. I feel like that must have sold out pretty quickly. Well, you said this is the first year they've done this that. This is the first year it's over here in the U.S. Because last year I went to Aldi and I got an advent calendar, but it was definitely like cheap chocolates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it was nothing exciting other than that. And to pair with your wine advent calendar, Aldi's is also offering a cheese advent calendar. Whoa. Okay. I'm just saying. I see what they're doing there. That's smart. I know what advent calendar I'm going. So that is a Thursday, November 7th. 
That's a Thursday after this episode you're listening to right now has dropped. So I'm just saying, put it on your calendar. Done. Done. I'm going to go there. I'm going to get that. I think we're going to have to discuss this. And if we are all able to get one, we're going to have mm-hmm. to definitely follow up on this and try the different ones. I hope they like list out all the different wines and the champagnes. I, I assume they do. I think they will. And obviously there's some delightful champagne advent calendars that are only available in the UK because they don't ship over here. I checked into it real hard. Um, anyway, we need that. I agree. Uh, but this is how I'm getting into the holidays early. So uh, if you guys get uh, some advent calendars, if you have some favorites, please let us know. I'm like, this is a year of Jess in the advent calendar. I'm going to get a couple of different ones and see what are my favorites. See, that's why I, I need to get in the holiday spirit a little earlier this year. I feel like last year it went by really quickly. I was also kind of doped up and like not able to walk for part of it. But <laughs> yeah. but there's that. Mm-hmm. So this year, I'm like, I really want to embrace it and not like, it, not have it rushed by so quickly. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm like, okay, we're going to start this a little earlier. Mm-hmm. Plus, I'm just saying, and all of those little made-for-TV holiday movies, half the time they start them around Thanksgiving. And then, mm-hmm. like, that's where the storyline starts and the drama begins. And then it leads up to Christmas. Right. And they're already decorated for the holidays. They're already yeah. decorated for Christmas in November. So I feel like we're all behind in the fact that we don't decorate before, you know, Thanksgiving. And I used to actually do the decorate your tree on Thanksgiving or the day after it. But even then, it's like it doesn't seem like it's enough. It's not enough time, guys. It's not enough time. Well, however you decide to like, you know. Decorate. You're still waiting until Thanksgiving. I'm still <laughs> waiting until Thanksgiving. I'm going to like get my advent calendar. I'm going to go ahead and start planning my baking menu and all that. But however you choose to pre-plan for the holidays and i think advent calendars are very important because december can get really hectic with the holidays and you need to take a moment out of every day to like enjoy yourself i like it agreed all right it is time for jess's drinking thinking cap uh so i know we were here just talking about the holidays and christmas and stuff but friends it's still november it's still pumpkin season okay Okay. Okay. We're not, uh, Jess is not rushing through Thanksgiving. It's still pumpkin time. It's it's also cranberry season, I feel like. And it is also cranberry season, Trina. You're exactly right. We get into Thanksgiving time and I think like everyone's focused on the pumpkins. There's so much more to the season than that. There's cranberries, there's turkey, there's... There's Uh, Pecan pie, although I don't eat pecan pie, but I'm making a good pecan pie. Why? Because I don't... I don't like nuts. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> that is what she said. <laughs> what a Marshall. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. You just had to make me say it, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Um, I like all the other pies, okay? I just don't like pecan pie. <laughs> pecan, pecan, however you say it. Nut pie. Um, I have a question about cranberries. Please. Do they grow in water? Well, there are indeed cranberry bogs. Okay, yeah. Tell me about this. Okay. Well, actually, cranberries are, um, I think, out of three uh, vegetation fruits produced in the United States, cranberries are one of the top three. Really? Wow. It, it's a true story, yes. I like how we sprung this on you and you already like have <laughs> like built-in knowledge about this, like... 
That was not staged or, no, or anything. No, I did not know we were talking about cranberries, but I'm really excited to hear about cranberry bogs. How well, do I they mean, make cranberry sauce? I don't know a whole, whole lot, but uh, cranberry bogs, they uh, are lots of them in Massachusetts, by the way. Huh. Oh, that's why you know a lot about them. I mean, I don't know a whole lot. Uh, raw cranberries are very delicious. You can eat them. They pop in your mouth. They are very tart. Um, you can also coat them in sugar. Um, and when you bake them, they will kind of like do this kind of pop thing. So you can like bake them in breads, you can bake them in pies. So you definitely, you know, those kind of craisin things Mm -hmm. that are kind of like raisiny. Yeah, those are fine. You can put them in your breads. They're fine. But if you have the opportunity to use actual raw cranberries, it's going to give you a much better flavor because they're going to just kind of that rawness are just going to pop. They're just going to give a much better flavor. Um, so actually, when you do your cocktails, your cranberry cocktails, if you have some raw cranberries, that's really nice. Um, you can definitely use them in the cocktail. You can muddle them, uh, which is, you know, really, you know, that's where you take it and you kind of crush them or whatever. Um, so you can do that. Actually, I'd love to do that with some champagne um, and then put that in there. You know how you would muddle strawberries? Yeah. You're going to muddle some cranberries in there. Um, like I said, you can also sugar some cranberries and put that in your champagne to give an extra sweetness to that tartness flavor. Um, yeah, cranberries are very actually versatile. Um, and you can actually usually get some raw cranberries at your Kroger or your Trader Joe's. I'll say uh, they have a raw cranberry juice, um, at Kroger that you can buy. That's pretty, it's pretty good. I've actually tried it before. It's very, very, very tart, so you definitely know there's no sugar added. It's it's yeah. pure cranberry juice, and it's huh. delicious, um, especially for mixing into things. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily recommend drinking it straight because it's it's going to make you pucker like nothing else. It's very nice mixed with lime juice, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, that's just two cod. things that will just make you make it pucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I Instantly. guess so. <laughs> Sorry. I guess I have a very tart palate. Um, I discovered that I really like to um, eat raw cranberries in Mass- when I lived in Massachusetts. And my roommate and I would just eat them by the handful of raw. And they're very good. I'm sure they are really, really good raw. That that actually sounds quite delicious. I don't think I've actually tried too many raw cranberries that weren't just like dried cranberries. Right. You know, I, yeah. I, I eat that like on salads all the time. I think that's delicious, but I've never actually just tried like a straight cranberry. Yeah, I want one right now. I do too. They're good. But yeah, in your in your drinks, I feel like, like I said, you could muddle them and add them with champagne. You'd probably want to add some kind of, um, some kind of maybe other kind of juice or something like that. Uh, if you didn't want too much of that tartness or if you had a sweeter champagne, that might uh, help balance out that tartness too. Um, anyway, so obviously we know for the month of November, I will be doing a mix of pumpkin and cranberry. Of course. So that sounds good. Mm-hmm. What are you going to make with that? Uh, well, I'll do a mix of cocktails, um, cranberry. I might even try and do a cranberry pie uh, because I've Ooh. never really done that i've done a bourbon chocolate pecan pie can you make a cranberry champagne pie oh yeah yes yes i can yes i think i just invented that but i feel like i invented the the phrase of it but you can invent the pie of it done yep (laughs) so a cranberry champagne pie yes you should make that into existence i'm gonna do it it and let us taste taste test it it. okay (laughs) (laughs) all right done that needs to happen
All right, y'all. We have a new segment called Little Celebrations to Enjoy. Woohoo! Um, and it is basically our recommendations that we want to give to you, our listeners. It's things that we've enjoyed. Books, movies, TV shows, um, restaurants, anything that we've just really enjoyed that we want to tell you all about. Yes, so this week I want to tell you a little bit about this book I've been reading. What book is that? Okay, it's called This Will Only Hurt a Little. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Very intriguing. (laughs) It is. It's a memoir by Busy Phillips. I love Busy Phillips. She is so amazing. Yes, and if you don't know, she's an actress and an author. Um, but her first show was Freaks and Geeks. And then she was in Dawson's Creek. Mm-hmm. And I recently watched her in Cougar Town. And you've been watching her in Cougar Town as well, right? Yes. And that you've got me hooked on that show. And so I started watching the show and have been um, listening to a lot of audiobooks. And her book came up. And I was like, oh, I'll, you know, just test that out. Um, I listen to a podcast and audiobooks while I'm driving. So I go through quite a bit. I have never related to someone so much. I could see how you'd probably relate to her. She's like, she's such a unique personality. And so are you. Yes. And she describes it in her book as being glittery. Okay. That's exactly you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I didn't even know that was like a good description for you until right in this very moment. And that describes you. Yeah. And I mean, she talks about how, you know, sometimes people with the glittery things just happen for them. Anyway, but there were so many other things that have happened to her in her life that I could relate to. Um, she reads the book and the audiobook. So if you listen to audiobooks, definitely get this one. Um, I mean, she gets very emotional, very raw. Like, I cannot tell you how courageous she is for writing this book and the stuff that she puts in the book. Okay, see, now I'm really, really intrigued to listen to it. I love a good audiobook like that where the author is actually the person who reads it in the audiobook form. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I recently read, well, listened to uh, Scrappy Little Nobody by Andrew Kendrick, Kendrick. And that one as well, like she reads the book and she talks about things that I think you'd be surprised that she'd openly talk about. Yeah. And it's just, it's fascinating to me. That's also a book that if you haven't read it, you should go out there, Absolutely. read it, listen to it. It's fantastic. But I'm really excited about this one from Busy Phillips. I, I bet that's just going to be awesome to listen to. Yeah, it's so good. I cannot recommend it enough. Um, I think she really can relate to young women in relationships hmm. mm-hmm. and how you stay, why you stay in them as long as you do. When Sometimes you when you know that you shouldn't, yeah. Right, and how maybe your thought process goes when you're in relationships or some of the friendships that you form um, about how it's all what, you know, you just want to feel loved and you need to feel cared for. Anyway, can't recommend it enough. Check it out. Fantastic. Awesome. Love that little celebration. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to have to check it out. Me too. All right, guys, it's time for Drink About It. Reasons to drink, whether good or bad, we want to know. So what are you guys drinking about this week? What What about you, Jess? Uh, well, as I mentioned earlier, I have been working a lot, like six days a week, 10-hour, 11-hour days, long days. Um, so uh, earlier this week uh, on Saturday, I was at work, um, which was not so very fun. But I got to leave work and go down to the Predators game. So I met Will, my fiance, 
and we were about to go up to our seats in section 305, which is near the top of the arena. I mean, we have a good angle, but you know, we're near the top and we're about to go get on the escalator. And there was a gentleman in a gold sports jacket. And he was like, oh, where are you, where are you guys sitting? And we're like, uh, we're, we're up in 305. And he was like, oh, do you want to sit? Well, he was like, was well, it just the two of you? And we're like, well, yes. And he was like, do you want to sit in the lower bowl? And we're like, okay. Like, uh, duh. Of course. I Why mean, would you say no to that? Right. <laughs> Ever. And her tickets? Yes, sir. Yes, Are you course. charging me for this? <laughs> right. It was kind of like, uh, we were just kind of like, all right, like, sure. Wait buddy. for the, what's the catch moment? Right. right. And so then he named off two different sections and said, which section do you want to sit in? Like, and Will was like, well, which one has better seats? Like, I mean, you know, what? Duh. like he was like, I don't know the sections, which one is better? And then the guy just out of nowhere was like, well, let me tell you what. And he just pulls these two other tickets out of his pocket. And he was like, why don't you go sit here? And we we're like, okay. And the guy basically told me he was giving us these tickets because he liked my gold scarf. And everyone who's listening, I was in um, kitten Halloween leggings. <laughs> and because it was the Saturday before Halloween, um, kitten Halloween leggings, a black coat and a gold pred scarf. And so the guy was like, I like your gold pred scarf. Um, so we go and we end up sitting three rows from the ice behind the visitor's penalty box. Oh, my God. Those are amazing seats. Uh, yeah. And I've been to lots of hockey games, but I've never sat behind um, a penalty box. So I was very exciting. And even though the Preds didn't win, it was still just awesome experience. Well, that's a win right there. That's something to drink about. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. So lots of work, but then a fun experience. All right. So um, I'm drinking about it because I'm the worst mother ever. No. no. <laughs> Why are you the worst mother ever? Okay. So Sunday we had family pictures of me and Rory and Jay. And I we don't have any like professional pictures of the three of us. And so right before we leave, like maybe 10 minutes before we leave, I'm playing with Rory and she falls and hits her head and has a huge knot on it. Oh, my God, no. And I am, like, about to cry. I had had my makeup done. I'm, like, trying not to, like, ruin my makeup. And my husband is, like, yelling. And he's, like, we're going to take her to the hospital. Like, why would you let her fall? And that made me feel worse. And anyway, she's fine. And I think her big bow covered the knot. (laughs) Oh, I mean, we're laughing a little bit because obviously she's perfectly fine or yeah. else you wouldn't be making a joke about it. But like that happens so often. I think that, yeah, like more parents probably talk about the fact that like, I feel like babies are slippery. Well, I mean, <laughs> they yeah. do fall a lot. They, they squirm. And like, I've known other people who've had that same kind of story where like, oh my God, my baby fell or it rolled off the couch or <laughs> I mean, yeah, the thing like. It sucks, and you should probably prepare for that as a parent, but it's also more common than you Yeah, think. for sure. Babies are resilient, and yes, they, they sometimes bounce probably a little. Probably will not be the first knot on her head. No, nope. <laughs> Probably won't. I mean, if she has your energy, she's going to get into a lot of trouble uh, at some point. <laughs> all right, Trina, what are you drinking about? I am drinking about a couple different things. First of all, the last like couple of weeks have been like a bit of a hazy blur. I went from like a week of family being in town and 
planning for my sister's wedding, like leading up to the wedding. And then from that, they left town and then I watched their kids for a week. So I'm drinking a little bit of a, yay, the wedding is done. Cause that was like, I had to work throughout the wedding because it was held at the office that I work out of. Like yeah. there's an event venue there. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a, yay, it's done. And like the stress of that kind of like fades away and they're married and we're all excited. And to the week of like, I had to watch four kids age, age ages ranging from five to like 15. So, and I, I will say this. So I had a couple people reach out to me and kind of do the, Oh, how's it going? Can you handle kids? <laughs> and I was like, I am totally fine with kids. Kids were great. They actually, I mean, there were a couple meltdowns that you expect from, you know, a five-year-old or like the two teenagers fighting with sure. one another. Those are all things that I can handle. Like I'm, I was completely prepared for those. What I wasn't prepared for was the four very, very, very different, or three, I should say, very different schedules. Mm. Like four hours of every morning. I'm talking four hours before I go to work were devoted to those kids. Like whoever ever out there said having kids like three to five years apart from each other is a good idea. They're wrong. And they have like some sort of a vendetta where like that whole misery loves company thing. They want to spread that to other people. Yeah. Like my grandmother once told me you should have them all back to back to back to back to back. And I was like, first of all, that sounds like you put way too many backs in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. But on top of that, it was like, Oh God, no. Like, why would you want them all like going from like feeding to diaper training, like all back to back. But that apparently is easier in comparison to dealing with multiple school schedules. So there was a five-year-old, eight-year-old, like 12-year-old. Well, I think she's 13 now, actually, or about to be, and a 15-year-old. So we had two in elementary, one in middle school, and one in high school. And so the one in high school had to get up at around like 5.15 every morning and be at the bus stop by 6.15. That's about the time that the elementary school kids had to get up so that they could get ready and eat breakfast and get ready to go to their bus by 7.15. At that point, the middle schooler had to get up and get ready so that she could be at the bus stop by 8.15 or 8.30, depending on like if the bus came by then. And if any of them had any issues in that time frame, so that's three hour span right there. If they had any kind of issues, like the bus driver didn't come or... Like they spilt something on them at school and we had to drive something to the school. Like all of those things lead up to like basically between the hours of 5 a.m. and 9 a.m. My time was devoted to them. And also they all, they have two dogs and two cats on top of that. So I was like, I watched four kids, two dogs and two cats for a week. Their schedules are what killed me. Not the kids, not the animals, their schedules. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big thing. I don't know how they do it. I mean, the good thing is that they have two of them now to do this because obviously like my sister had two kids, her now husband had two kids and it combined into family. They deserve an award for dealing with the fact that all their kids start in different time like yeah. segments. That was like crazy. I remember messaging one of my friends who has two children that are about three years apart and also like this is the horrible thing in case you haven't thought about this prepare yourself for when they're in different school start times (laughs) and I think she kind of went from like oh how did how did you handle the kids for the week to oh crap I'm gonna (laughs) deal with that one one day and I've not thought about that (laughs) and I was like hate to be the bearer of bad news but you get 10 years to like prepare for this yeah yeah (laughs) because this is gonna happen to you and you should be prepared for it 
like, and then they all start coming home at like two o'clock. So then it's the same thing from like two o'clock until almost four o'clock is one of them gets home. Then the next hour, the next two get home. And then the next hour, the next one gets home. And again, if miss school buses are missed or do they have homework or time to start dinner? I'm like, I don't know when there's time to actually have a life outside of the kids. If you were a full-time single parent working on all of this, you would have to only work between the hours of like nine and like two and that's it. So you could maybe do five hours a day and then you'd still be exhausted because your day would start at 5 a.m. and end around 10 p.m. Like, I just don't get it. It was crazy. It was for one week. I was like, I don't think I can do this because also I'm slightly a workaholic and I work a lot. <laughs> and I was showing up at work at 10 a.m. I go in at 10 a.m., guys. It's not even like that, like early. And by the time I got them ready, got me ready, and I got to work at 10 a.m., I'd already been up for five hours uh. and I was so tired. I showed up to work exhausted like I had worked half a day already. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you had. I had. <laughs> and then I had to work eight hours. Like, <laughs> it was exhausting. I'm uh. so glad to be done with that. That's my drink about it for the week. That was a long rant. But I'm just saying, if you have kids and you haven't realized that they're three years apart and they're all going to be at different time zones, you can drink now. <laughs> because yeah. you're going to be drinking plenty during that time frame. <laughs> well, I have to uh, drink about it for the reason I was not here last episode. Oh, oh yeah. yes. So, I honestly think that it's God's way of punishing me for eating carbs. Wait, what? No. No. Okay. So, the doctor said he doesn't think or there's really no way to prove this was the culprit. But a couple Saturdays ago, I was at a birthday party and I was eating some chips and dip. Mm -hmm. And when I swallowed a chip, it felt like it cut me. (gasps) Like all the way down my esophagus. Oh, no. And then it kind of went away. But the next day, I woke up with a scratchy throat. And I was like, oh, allergies, sinuses, you know, the weather had been crazy. Well, it progressively got worse through the week. And y'all saw me Wednesday, and I was hurting pretty bad. Mm -hmm. Well, I woke up Thursday morning and could not speak. I remember that because you had messaged us and you were like, I don't think I can record podcast today. Uh And it was only on the left side. And my... Left ear was hurting, my throat was swollen, my head hurt, my gums hurt, my tongue was swollen. I went to work, um, had to skip out on recording. I got up Friday, went to work, had a trial, so I had to talk in my trial, and I just progressively got worse. I actually went to a doctor, like a Kroger doctor, and they're like, well, it's either an infection or an abscess, and if you're not feeling better tomorrow, you just need to go to the ER. And I'm like, ugh, the ER. And I have a paranoia about going to the ER because I used to live with an ER nurse. And they used to make fun of people who come in the ER. And so I, I every time before I go to the ER or take some of the ER, I have to call her and approve it. And, <laughs> Just to make sure you're not exaggerating. Yes. <laughs> and so I, I, I went in and I sat there and the lady was like, oh, you're here for your sore throat. And I'm like, I'm not here just for a sore throat. I got a nurse approval, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. They they always do make you feel bad. Like, oh, it's just a broken foot. Like, someone stabbed over there. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's always going to be something to one-up mm-hmm. you, no and matter what it is. <laughs> nobody there. Like, I went right, like I drove myself right after I got out of court. So, nobody was there. It was like 5 p.m. on a Friday. And... Um, that's because that's before the 
parties parties mm-hmm. get started and like the bars open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and that's what they're like. If you're gonna go, go and go because it gets busier as the night goes on. So I'm like, fine, fine. So I call my husband and, and to talk or to swallow it was like I was swallowing a thousand razor blades. Oh, that sounds so miserable. Girl. Yeah. And by Friday um, afternoon, if I drank any water, it would come out my nose because my <gasps> throat was so swollen it could not go down my throat. What? Well, that was definitely a reason to go to the ER. Yeah, that's an so. ER reason. <laughs> I, I went in and the doctor was like, we think you have an abscess um, in your throat. We're probably going to have to drain it. And we got to do a CT scan. So I went through all that stuff. And um, they're like, we're going to get an ear, nose, and throat doctor down here. So he comes in. His name is Dr. Wright. And I was like, well, I'm of glad course it is. you're not. So, of course, I'm like, I'm glad you're not Dr. Wrong. <laughs> and he kind of, like, he was very dry. He probably hears that like every single and my time. And like in the corner rolling his eyes at me. And so he goes, okay, so we're going to have to drain it. I'm going to have to cut you open and I've got the CT scan, so I'm not going to hit your juggler. And it's going to be the most... Wait, it, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. He's about to cut your throat? Yeah, it. Yeah, it's in my throat. And he's like, we're going to drain it. And I'm going to need you to assist in this. And it, we're pretty much going to do surgery, but you're going to be awake. And you have to assist in it. How? And I'm like... Okay, and so my first thought is like, oh, my God, like a couple years ago when I was like really into Grey's Anatomy, I tried to stop being a lawyer and go to be a surgeon, and Jay told me no, and now I'm going to be able to assist him on surgery, and he's going to be like, oh, man, you should have been a surgeon. (laughs) So I'm like, I can add this to my resume. It's fine. I imagine this is not how this went. So I'm like thinking this to myself while he's like, this is going to be the most painful thing you've ever went through. There's going to be three moments that you're literally going to d- want to die and you might pass out. Oh, oh my, my God. What? <laughs> he also told my husband, he's like, you either need to sit down or leave. I don't know if you're going to be able to handle this. Did Jay tell him about when you gave birth? Oh, no. Jay told him about when he had an abscess and uh, da, 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 that he was asleep for. <laughs> <laughs> Very different situation. <laughs> yeah. So... First, he sprayed my throat with something that was disgusting. He was like, this might help to numb it. Then he's like, oh, we're going to put you in a morphine drip. Uh-oh. Okay. So, so you know it's going to be bad then. All right. Then he's like, I'm going to um, insert a needle and try to numb it. But, I mean, this really is like just a ball of blood and pus. So it's really not going to do anything. Okay. So then he holds my tongue down. And he has to cut a slit in my the abscess in my throat. Uh, did you feel it? Uh, every yes. Oh. It wasn't like a slice. He had to go through scar tissue because <gasps> that's where my tonsils were. Oh my god! And it took forever. But then he had to like push it and get everything out of it. <sighs> Oh, okay. Sorry. Now, all of a sudden, I'm thinking about all those videos I've definitely seen on YouTube or whatever yeah. that are like sits and stuff. And they like yes. have to like pop everything out and like squeeze it. And like it almost looks like they're attacking the person. Yes, except like, this was in the back of my throat. Exactly. That's just horrifying. Yeah. 
And in the meantime, you I'm, should have told this when we were talking about <laughs> Halloween. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm holding this suctioning thing that's supposed to suck everything out. Oh, is that how you're assisting? Yes. Ugh. And I, they had to hold me down. I swear if it had been sharper, I would have stabbed that doctor. <laughs> oh my <laughs> like, God. I'm uncontrollably crying. Like I'm making these God awful sounds because I feel like if I'm making a sound, like he'll stop and give me like a timeout. But he's like, you know, that was just worse than usual. I don't usually have to go through scar tissue and, like, hit the heart and, you know, da-da-da-da-da. Really? Dude, come on. joke. (laughs) Oh, that sounds miserable. It was so bad. Like, there was, like, six ounces of blood they got from me. I remember you showing me a picture, like... The, like the next day or whatever and I saw you and it was like oh it was inside like they went inside my mouth and oh, did it oh, on the outside and, and that you had to like spit it yeah. all out like that's just crazy I, now like in the dentist chair I would had to hold the suction thing and like help them like oh, suck yeah. out saliva and stuff yeah. but that's very different than the idea of like someone shoving it down your throat and like you trying to maneuver that while they're yeah trying to and then they would stop ugh. for a minute and then they would do it again like it was just pain after pain after pain it was awful, and he's like, you know, this may not have gotten at all. If you don't feel better in a couple of days, like, you're going to come in. I'll just put you under. I'm like, yeah, you will. Like, we're never doing this again. <laughs> if I ever have this again, it like, no. So Absolutely home, not. The next day I wake up, y'all, I feel amazing. Really? Like, oh. Amazing. You saw me. Well, yeah, I saw you, and I was like, I can't, I can't believe that this is the same person from the day before. Yeah, I'm like, I feel great. I feel amazing. So it was fine. Sunday, I woke up. I felt horrible. Like, I could barely move. So I called the doctor. He's like, "Well, he's like, number one, you're probably still on a bunch of this, the medicine. Like we, they gave me more than just morphine. It was a bunch of stuff. And two, you felt so bad. It was probably just like a complete night and day difference. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you pr- I pretty much did surgery on you while you were awake. So yeah, it's probably like you know how after you have a surgery, you're just hurting. I, yeah. Oh, I, well, and then I saw you on Saturday, and it was for my sister's wedding. So probably adding champagne to that mix probably wasn't the best of ideas. <clears throat> but like, if you felt that good, you seemed like you were great. So I could imagine like waking up on Sunday and being back in pain again. You were probably like, well, damn it. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> the same pain. Like it definitely wasn't as bad. I mean. It, he, they left an open wound in the back of my throat because mm-hmm. I had to drain. So he was like, you know, it it's pretty much like you eat food and you drink. It's really dirty. Like it it's I something's going to get in. Yeah, there. Yeah, like it could get in there. So wow. Well, I'm glad that you like lived through all of that. It sounds very traumatizing. Yeah, and I'm so you drink champagne though the next day because duh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nature's pain remedy. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I felt great. <laughs> I felt great the next day. Because that champagne. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I drank champagne Sunday night, too. <laughs> but also, again, nature's pain reliever. <laughs> That's right. But well, I told Jay, I was like, if this ever happens to me again, just put me down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just put me down. I That's all. I think you mean put you out. Yeah. No, or, I meant, I said down. Yeah, oh, so, okay. something along those lines. <laughs> and the doctor, Dr. Wright, was like, so I bet you're wondering why you got this or how you can prevent it. You're just unlucky. <laughs> well, that's just not nice I to said, say to someone. That is the story of my life. OMG, though. Come yeah. on. He said, he said it's very rare that you get them if you don't have tonsils. I don't have tonsils. And it's really rare to get them where the scar tissue in your tonsil was. 
He's never seen that. Wow. So, so were you like eating a Ruffles chip? Like what happened here? Well, Tortilla he, chip? He said that he didn't know if that was what it was, but I was like, I think it's just God's way of like, because I got off the keto diet when we went to Disney mm-hmm. and I haven't mm-hmm. officially got back on it. So I feel like it's God's way of saying, look, fatty patty, stop <laughs> <the> chips. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> nah, no, I don't think that's it at all. But I, I think everyone's had that moment where they've accidentally swallowed a chip, and it's like I feel it in my throat, yeah. you know. And you yeah. have to drink. God a lot of- said, "So you like Sally? You put down that tortilla." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's so bad. <laughs> nah, it's fine. These are the voices I hear in my head. <laughs> Probably when you were on that morphine drip. Probably. <laughs> that morphine did not work, I tell you. All right. Well, I have one more really happy drink about it. This is something for you to get excited about yeah. okay, I'm ready. Be- beyond all of that. Woo. Woo. <laughs> um, so I'm excited because at work, we were trying to come up with like this this good theme for our fall fundraiser. And this is like a fall kickoff for a fundraiser that's going to happen Um from the time we kick it off in November all the way until the spring when we hit our one year anniversary in April. And uh, we were trying to think of, like, something different, some sort of name, and couldn't come up with anything. So I started putting in, like, name generators online and trying to come up with something really fun. And that wasn't, like, adult fall festival, because that's pretty much what we were trying to plan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, think of a fall festival with alcohol. (laughs) I like it. And anyways, I ended up coming up with this really good, like, band name generator. And you can put in, like, all these different, like you know, words and, and it described different things like location, oh, like adjectives for the event, uh, descriptions for the event. And you'd put in all these words and it would come up with all these different titles. And it was supposed to be for like a band name. But anyways, it came up with like all sorts of things. And this is the title for our event. Okay. Some Spike It Hot. Oh, oh, I love, love it. it. Does that not just make you think like I want to go to that? Yeah, like yeah. it's just. And we've decided it's a fall spiced shindig. I like yes. it. Yes, mm-hmm. where we're gonna have spiked like hot beverages. So spiked apple cider, spiked hot cocoa, spiked coffee, uh, mold wine. Yeah, so like the w- warm wine and all that. Yeah, it's going to be like a bunch of like hot, warm beverages because it's going to be November. We're not mm-hmm. really going with like, we're going with more of the fall and Thanksgiving theme than like an October theme um, or a holiday, holiday theme. Mm-hmm. But I'm super excited about that. And that's, Ooh. I'm drinking about that because Love it. I started saying the name of it as a joke because we'd gone through so many bad names and some decent names, but we hadn't like hit that one that we were just like, okay, that's the name of the event. Yeah. And I randomly was just like, I started giggling and they were like, what are you laughing about there? And I was like, I don't know if this is the name for it, but this is the name that keeps popping up on my band name generator right now. And I was like, some spike at hot. And they all just started busting out laughing. <laughs> and then we kept trying to find a name for the event. And I kept like giggling and I kept going back to it. And I was like, I don't know why, but we need some spike at hot. And that's how that it is. It ended up being the name of the event. And, and it's, I'm super excited for it. And it's coming up in a couple of weeks and nice. It's going to be fun. Well, I have a reason we can all drink. What's the reason we can all drink? We are officially on Royal Baby Watch. Oh, that's right. Megan Marco was pregnant. Woo. We were all there when she got married. We're all going to be there when she has the baby. I feel like we're not going to be able to have like a whole like themed event like we did for the wedding. Oh, yes, we will. Baby shower. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have our own? Yes. British no, we're going to have a royal shower? baby shower. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do this. Yep. That'll be something to look forward to in 2019, y'all. We're just throwing that out there. Throwing it out there. Make plans. That's right.
What we may or may not talk about on the next episode. Is Lindsay's abscess in her throat really gone or will it come back to attack us? Kind of like the zombies in her last blog entry. <laughs> will the holiday police come arrest me for putting up my Christmas tree next week? Mm-hmm. Or will we get the wine advent calendars or will we have to create our own? Which basically will mean that Lindsay and I and maybe even Jess will be drunk every day in December. Oh, Tune in on all of the next episodes to find out. Thanks for listening this week, guys. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Champagne Way. And like, listen, subscribe, and share on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Also, go check out our website at thechampagneway.com. Thank you, Second Sound Productions and producing Marshall. 